Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. How do you get rid of tapeworms naturally? Eric, how do I get rid of tapeworms? Well, let's talk about worms in general for a minute. And we'll talk about tapeworms as well, of course. But many people freak out about worms. And you'd be surprised how many times I've seen a photo that someone sent me or I picked up a, a picture, you know, on from some website or looked at YouTube about all kinds of bowel motion pictures and people thinking they're passing out worms and look at this huge parasite i passed out and this massive worm it's like a ufo almost one guy said i mean crazy i've even had people ask me if they can if they're passing our worms through their eyes their ears their nose their penis their vagina uh, you, know, you name any part of the body someone thinks they've got a worm coming out of it you know some people even think you've got worms and come out of your eyes i mean it's a lot of funny people out there most times when you see something in the stool and it appears like a worm, it's not a worm at all. It's an undigested food particle. A lady sent me this alarming photo as part of her consultation, uh, saying she was very, very anxious and scared. She thought she was going to die. And when I looked at the picture, it was peas, basically. It was small, round pieces of pea that were undigested. And she thought these were larvae and parasites and things. And basically, uh, many different types of vegetables, unless they're chewed properly, will be passed out, you know, partially digested. And you may think that you've got worms, but you haven't at all. So be careful. You know, don't freak out. And you're not passing out a UFO, you know. I mean, what a crazy thing to say. There's some funny people out there, you know. You've got to have a sense of humor in my business, I'll tell you. You really do, otherwise you go nuts. So let's look at a bit about tapeworms. Well, tapeworms are uh, flatworms, and they're segmented worms. And... These can be about the biggest parasites that can really, um, you know, live inside the human body. They can get quite large. They can get long, 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 very long. And um, generally they're going to come from uncooked meat. So beef, pork, you know, lamb, uh, fish, different kinds of uh, species of, of uh, tapeworms can live in different kinds of animals. Particular types can live in fish, particular types can live in beef. And with land animals, I'm not sure about fish, but I know that they pass generally through uh, f the fecal matter. So animals will basically uh, pass out wastes and then eggs or larvae deposit on the ground. Other animals will pick that up, you know, through feeding uh, and it will go into the animal. It will live in the intestinal tract and it will develop into a mature adult stage, release eggs, and then you know, the cycle continues. But also people who handle contaminated meat um, or who actually have tapeworms, they can actually, uh, if they're not clean and hygienic, if they're not in the hand washing, uh, they could actually pass uh, eggs or larvae onto, uh, particularly eggs, uh, onto other people, you know, through food handling practices and things like that. So I don't want you freaking out about tapeworms because in all the years I've practiced, which is nearly 30, I've only had one case of tapeworm. So tapeworm is quite rare today. It's not a very common thing you're going to find in practice. Not very common at all. Much more common to find uh, parasites which you can't see with the eye, like blastocystis, for example, which is probably one of the world's most common of all parasites, not tapeworms. So when people think of, of uh, parasites, they think about huge beetles and worms crawling through people's bodies and stuff like that, you know. Like, um, you know, it's not like that at all. You can't see these things with the eye. They're just, you need a microscope, right? 
And it's incredible how many people uh, have told me that they can feel big bugs crawling around inside them, you know, when they feel digestive uh, you know, um, symptoms or they get noises internally. I think it's worms burrowing through their intestinal tract and things like that. So uh, these people have got an amazing sense of imagination. They probably do good in movies or plays or things like that or become good comedians maybe like, uh, you know. But I want you to rest assured, tapeworms are not that common. Some countries, they probably will be much more common. North America and Europe, they're actually not common at all. So, so we've got three stages to a tapeworm. We've got the egg stage, <clears throat> the larval stage, and then we've got the adult stage. And you can, in rare, very rare cases, actually have a serious infestation of tapeworm. It can burrow into different organs, and it can get pretty bad. And in those cases, an MRI will be required, you know, to see if there's any infestation, you know, throughout the body. So, but generally, uh, with a stool test, we can pick up eggs uh, quite successfully for tapeworms. So, and as I mentioned, I've done a lot of stool testing. I've only ever seen one tapeworm report come back. Um, so, the symptoms. What are the symptoms of tapeworm? Well, symptoms of tapeworm are generally similar to the symptoms of other parasites. It could be like nausea, vomiting, weight loss, bloating, um, you know, anorexia, uh, weight loss, lack of appetite, um, all sorts of strange, crazy symptoms that we can get with parasites. But weakness, weight loss, tiredness, diarrhea is a common one too, uh, bloating, uh, yeah, these are all common symptoms. So what's the medical treatment? <clears throat> well, there are two drugs I've written down here. Uh, Prasequantil and albendazone are the two common drugs which are used for tapeworm. So many people believe that only medical treatment is required for tapeworm, you know, for successful eradication of tapeworm, but that's not the case. For thousands of years before drugs even came along, people did eradicate all kinds of parasites and bugs and worms and bad bacteria from their bodies. They didn't go down to Walmart you know, back in the old days. The Aztecs didn't really have Google, did they, when you think about it? So, if you think back at the good old days, what did people do to get rid of tapeworm? Well, they had nature's pharmacy. They relied on, on different plants out there. They relied on seeds and nuts and fruits and vegetables and, and many things. And this knowledge was passed down from one generation to another generation to another generation, you know, and so forth. We call this empirical observation. So people worked out that certain things work and certain things didn't work. They didn't actually have to, you know, do university studies and double-blind trials and all this crap that we've got to go through today. It either worked or it didn't work. And I'm a bit like that in my clinic with patients too. I, I believe that a treatment either works or it doesn't work. So observation works well. And the longer you've been in practice for, the longer your own pool of um, you know empirical observations have built up over a long period of time and then you can make reasonably good judgments on what's going to be effective with a person and what's not going to be effective now you can go down the pharmaceutical route take home if you want <coughs> excuse me but it's not necessary because i only share with you now some really good natural tips and tricks on how to eradicate not just tapeworm but different kinds of worms from the body in general and you don't need a whole bunch of money you don't need a whole bunch of, of <clears throat> dozens of different supplements from the internet. You just need a, care, a couple of carefully placed foods in your diet and understand the principles. And you're going to go a long way towards natural eradication of tapeworm. So if we look at probably one of the most common things that was used uh, by different tribes 
American Indian tribes, but also the South Americans, for example, for tapeworm for generations, and also people in Asia, different countries, how they eradicated it. They just used to use <clears throat> the pumpkin. So pumpkin has actually been validated through a study, a 2004 study that was conducted in Peru, where they found that pumpkin seeds, in fact, were probably just as effective as using natural uh, vermifuges, you know, which is another word for you know, expelling uh, worms and parasites from the body. So pumpkin seeds are very effective. They contain an amino acid in them. I've written the name down. It's unusual. Cucubitina. Cucubitina. So that's a particular type of amino. And uh, that amino, um, they found, has an interesting effect on eradicating the, the tapeworm by, by interfering, I believe, with its reproductive cycle, but also directly affecting the worm itself. So, uh, yeah, pumpkins are quite good to eat. If you feel you've got parasites, pumpkins, but pumpkin seed even more so. Now, I believe, <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm not a um, crazy person by any means. Well, sometimes I'm crazy, but not all the time. But I believe that um, a really good time to treat worms and parasites is before full moon. Now, again, traditionally, if we look back in history for thousands of years, this is what people did. They really planted crops by the moon, they harvested by the moon, but they also treated for parasites by the moon cycle. So I wrote about this in my book, Candida Crusher. You can look it up. <clears throat> so if you look three to four days before full moon, so we call that the waxing moon, moon coming up. That's a very key time uh, to treat parasites. So chewing on pumpkin seeds or eating a, a lot of pumpkin seeds before full moon will have more benefit than after full moon. Now, uh, looking back at some interesting books on South America, on the Aztecs, for example, and, and people like that. This is what they did. They actually treated before full moon. Interesting, uh, when you're going to harvest crops, I'll just give you a few tips here. If you're going to chop fire for firewood or harvest crops, be careful about taking them uh, too late after the full moon because what happens is moisture uh, can be affected quite a lot. So you're going to have more moisture coming in before full moon and less moisture after full moon. So there's heightened tension before full moon, <clears throat> and this is when things build up, they come to a head of full moon, and then they tend to simmer down and settle down, going towards the new moon on the other end of the cycle. So, coming back to tapeworms, yeah, that's a good time often to have extra pumpkin seed in your diet, and good for children. You, if you take notice of your children, you'll find their bottoms become more itchy if they've got a roundworm uh, before full moon, you know, then, on, then at um, the other end of the cycle. So just an interesting observation. So pumpkin seeds, and this particular uh, study from Peru found between 70 to 80 pumpkin seeds, like as a dose, was quite good. You actually grind them up into a powder and you can sprinkle it on food. So pumpkin seed also contains a lot of zinc, and some people believe that this gives me, it's the zinc portion uh, that actually is the effective thing against uh, expelling parasites. Others believe it's the amino acid. I don't care what it is. The thing is, I know that pumpkin seeds do work. Now, another tip that I've learned in my practice, and just you know, talking with lots of practitioners over the years, is grated carrot and grated beetroot. So fresh beetroot and fresh carrot. Mix them together, you get this lovely red-orange um, sort of salad. Now, don't put anything on this stuff. Just have a straight beetroot and, and, uh, and carrot together. And you have about one to two tablespoons, again, for about a week leading up to the full moon. You can eat it any time, but I just think it works better then. So you try that trick, the grated uh, grated carrots, grated beetroot. Now, I grow my own carrots and beetroots, and I can tell you, 
it's an incredibly effective way also to clean the liver up and, and just to regenerate the gut and the body in general. So fresh, very fresh carrots pulled out of the garden, washed, and very fresh beetroots, um, a delightful bait. You can bake them together, you can grate them together. They just work well, I find that combination. It's a lovely color on the plate too, having those two things. I often put a twist of just fresh lemon juice on it. Now two other fruits which are going to be effective for a tapeworm are pineapple and papaya or pawpaw. Now pineapple contains an enzyme called papain, and uh, sorry, bromelain. bromelain. Bromelain is a digestive enzyme found in pineapple. One expert believes um, that I was reading up on believes a three-day pineapple fast is very, very effective for tapeworm uh, in particular. Be careful, of course, if you've got a candida yeast infection that you can't just gorge yourself on fruit. I think papaya is actually not too bad for some people with candida. Pineapple, you need to be much more careful from because it's potentially allergenic. Papaya is not so allergenic. I prefer papaya, and in fact, the black papaya seeds are used by a lot of people in the Pacific, Asia Pacific region. You can actually dry those black seeds found in pawpaw or papaya. You can put them in your pepper grinder and use them like, like pepper. In fact, a lot of people do that, and they actually help to soften up uh, meat, pre-digest meat, so when you eat it, it's easier to digest. Um, green pawpaw leaves, when wrapped around very tough steak, you'll be surprised how tender the steak is. So you get one or two big papaya leaves. They're not too old, so reasonably youngish. I used to grow the pawpaws, and I tried this out myself one day with a piece of, I think it was chuck steak or skirt steak, you know, that crappy steak with like... Um, a lot of fat in it that you put in the casserole uh, pot, in the hot pot. You try that, you just get a nice couple of big pawpaw leaves. All you do is you put them on a surface, you just put a wooden roller over it or just gently crush them but don't wreck them and then wrap that right around the meat, two or three leaves right around it and just pull it tight, put that in a bag and put that in your refrigerator for one or two days and you watch what happens. It'll be nice and tender, tenderized steak. That's the action of the enzyme starting to break the protein fibers down, soften them. So, so the black seeds from the pawpaw, you can dry them and grind them on food. You can also chew them fresh. They're great to give to children ground up on food to stop roundworms, uh, hookworms, tapeworms, all kinds of things. So, and the uh, pawpaw contains papain, which is also a digestive enzyme. So pawpaws are fantastic food for people for traveling in the tropics, for keeping their gut clean. Uh, pineapple simile. I love pineapple and I prefer to eat it when I go to tropical countries because it's sweet and juicy and fresh. The crap we got in New Zealand, you know, they'll, they'll pick it green, they'll throw it on a boat, they'll gas ripen it when it gets here. It's just, I don't really like pineapple uh, in our country because it doesn't grow here. Always try and eat fruits um, where they're grown. It's a good tip. You know, don't it's crazy, you know, if you live in the States, for example, to eat bananas in the middle of winter time, you know, when they're they picked somewhere in another country. I just don't think that's the right thing to do. So I hope that, hope that gives you a few tips and some good information on tapeworms, okay? Avoid sugar. Worms and parasites love sugar. Also consider my Canzita Remove product, a tablet. Now that contains a lot of ingredients in there that are going to really, that's going to really piss off these tapeworms big time especially the black walnuts in there, but also the berberine. Uh, it's quite an effective tablet against parasites in general, and you'll find that at www.kenzida.com. Now also, don't forget um, to click in the link in the description box below to get my free Candida report. 
I've put together a very nice uh, Candida report for your shopping list. I think you'll quite enjoy that information. And if you're not a subscriber, subscribe. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Thank you.